and another week down in the NFL. Couple of upsets, couple of big scores, never a dull moment, and some big division results. Boxhead. There was my friend. And just some general stuff to kick us off. There's been a fair bit happening. Uh, and also a trade today involving my Patriots. So JC Jackson, undrafted, had a couple of real big years there, become a pro bowler, wanted the bank. I didn't give it to him, so he took the bag at the Chargers. Barely into the second season, they've traded him back to the Patriots, swapping sixth and seventh round picks. They're paying $12 million. Yeah. And the Patriots get him this year for only a million bucks for the rest of the season. They've just lost Gonzalez, their first round pick. Struggled over there. Fits their schemes. Next year, they have to pay him full freight. I think it's about $12 million, which is probably what he's worth anyway. And then they've got a free out because with the adjusted contract, if they don't like him after next year, dead cap hit is zero. Yeah, so his $82 million five-year deal. Good is, deal for the Pats. And neat, well needed after losing Gonzalez and then Judon this week. Uh, there was also talk around Steelers firing their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, already. A lot of people wow. unhappy about what's going on with them. Um, and questions this week over Pickett. Once he got hurt, the Giants, rough week, day bowl. Yelling at Danny Dimes when he didn't throw a dime. And then through the... Smashed the iPad. Through the Surface Pro. Sean Payton, they got their first win, but he's flicked Randy Gregory. He had a deal until 2026, huge money. So they're copping $16 million in dead cap to offload him years early. Yeah, well. So obviously planning for the future. And Chase Claypool was good at the Steelers, but they traded him away. There was some talk about bit of uh, disharmony there, and then he's had a bit to say the last few weeks at the Bears. There's been a fair bit going on. They've banished him from the team at the moment. Great. So talk that he's either going to get cut or traded for a very low-round pick, but if no one's willing to take him on board, they're more than likely just to let him go. So, yeah. <clears throat> wow. A little bit happening there. On top of that, the Bengals. One and three, bad result. Jamar Chase, not happy. Says, I'm always fucking open. In regards to the ball, obviously, he got seven... Receptions in a few targets, but things not going well for the Bengals. And Burrow, we can see that injury. He's not moving that well. Sitting in the pocket. Their O-line's struggling. They're just struggling in general. So, as usual, never a dull moment. They've been, yeah, massive surprise. Mm. But NFC, still two undefeated teams. 4-0, and the Eagles, the 49ers. And then you've got the Lions, the Cowboys, Seahawks, Bucks at 3-1. and one. Seahawks and Bucks, probably a little surprising. Yeah. Um, not to say they were going to have bad years, but... For the four teams that didn't have wins all played each other this week, the two still without it in the NFC, the Bears and the Panthers. Mm. Uh, and on the flip, the Broncos, 28 points down, <laughs> come back to win their first game, and the Vikings wasn't a great day for Kirk Cousins, but they found a way to win. They did, yeah. So, Important win too. Mm. <laughs> AFC side, no undefeated teams, but a log jam, four teams, three and one. Chiefs. Escaped by the skin of their teeth. Wasn't a great game. The Bills' statement went over the Dolphins, who had a huge win the week before. And the Ravens' disappointing game last week. Bounced back this week. So, different on both sides of the fence. But let's jump in. Have a look at what happened this week. Lions, Packers. This was a big division win, as is always important. But they just controlled this game. Um, I think pretty much speaks to what they've built. They trusted when they got Goff in that he could do a job and manage things. They leaned heavily into their run game. They've got a great offensive line and their defense continues to improve, but this was dominant. At halftime, it was 27-3. to three. Yeah. Um, Again, smash up. sustained drives, <laughs> kept the ball, got through a pick very, very early, but from there on out, it was exactly that. Montgomery yeah. had 30-plus totes of the ball, lots of first downs. They're building that combo with him and Gibbs. Goff, Laporta, Omon Ra, a couple of trick plays, uh, you know, Khalif Raymond. Racked up some field goals, and for Green Bay, still same problem. They had looked years prior like that a two-headed monster with Jones and Dylan. Jones was back this week. They couldn't get anywhere on the ground. Love, second half, sort of took things on his own shoulder. He did throw uh, a pick, but overall, at least showed some fight. Yeah. Uh, nice touchdown. Ran one on himself when things broke down. They just struggled to move the ball, and Detroit's defense was... The real winner. Yeah, it's certainly on the up. Uh, Jerry Jacobs, sorry, took two <clears throat> picks now. He threw just one late when they were trying to get the comeback. But yeah, got back to 27-17, but essentially a write-off. And I said this to you earlier. Like, again, if you're only new here, but in America, I wonder what the Packer fans are thinking. Because from what you've seen so far, I'd actually be pretty happy with what I've seen from Jordan Love. And between Dobbs, 
Reed, Watson, like all the guys they drafted, Musgrave, they're all first and second year guys. It's a pretty good group. Yeah, it looks like a <clears throat> sort of an improving group. He's, uh, yeah, he's overachieved in my eyes. Mm. So I looked at that and thought, like, I know. Well, not overachieved. He's probably overshot my expectations. Yeah. I don't know, like, everyone wants to win now, but if I'm looking at the young pieces <laughs> with a good D line and some of the secondary pieces they've got, like, if they can maybe add like a free agent receiver along with what they've drafted. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's going on with the run game. Jones missed a few weeks, but thought when he came back in with Dylan, they sort of had that tandem going on. They they got nowhere. Yeah. And their defenses was impressive the first few weeks. They were just completely blown away. Like this D line was destructive weeks prior. Had an absolute sack fest, but the O line for the Lions, very underrated. Yeah. They just bullied them. So good win for the Lions, bounce back for them. And like we said, division games are always important. Absolutely. So, takes them to three and one uh, for the Packers. Like we said, still some good signs for the young guys, but not the greatest of weeks. Jags, Falcons, your mob over there in London. What did you think of this one? You saw this one? I did. Uh, I thought it was ordinary, <laughs> basically. Yeah. The Falcons couldn't run the ball, so they couldn't move the ball. They put the ball in Ritter's hands. And that's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. He got... What, Jags were okay. Strip sacked. Couple of picks, yeah. um, and again, like I know he's learning, and on top of that, you know he's had some moments. But yeah, like you said, well, if- the deception with the Falcons' offense is the fact that when we can run, you can work off play action, and yeah, can, RPOs, and yeah, you sort of mask things, bring a him bit. into the game. But this forced him to into passing situations mm. where the defense knew they were going to be in passing situations. So yeah. Josh Allen got him three yeah. times sacks and yeah. they got pressure to him. Um Jags are good, but yeah, we couldn't run the ball. No. So, and, and it's as simple as that. The picks too weren't the greatest. Like the Cisco one was just cutting a long long throw short and Yeah. Uh, I think for the Jags It's just st- not the finished product as a quarterback. No. So. Three turnovers and he's learning, but it's like we said, well they give him the time because he was yeah. he was he wasn't an early pick, he was sort of a later pick. I think he was the third rounder. They brought Heineke over on a decent backup deal. He showed at Washington he can run and yeah. play a little bit. But, you know, he's had some moments with Drake London. He seems to be leaning on Jonu Smith a little bit. Like, Pitts hasn't really factored that much, which, again, for the pick... What is happening with Pitts? I don't know, but Jonu was with, you know, Smith at the Titans, and he seems to be leaning into him now. But mm. Bijan, again, there's some real quality moments in him. But, um, yeah, it doesn't help when you don't have balance between run-pass. And like you said, you get long situations where you know it's pass. You're putting the game in his hands, aren't you? Correct, yeah. And that's what teams want. If I'm playing the Falcons, I want the ball in his hands. Jags have still got hands. same problems. They seem to be able to move the ball, but not finish drives. Mm. They got Ridley early, for one. Like Lawrence used his legs a few times to escape pressure and make plays, but just field goals. Each week now, it's like field goal, field goal, field goal, pick six. But in terms of putting up the numbers they did last year, uh, still not finishing at the red zone. Not at the moment, no. So, got time, and that division... South, like I said, crazy. Two and two, all teams in the AFC South. So, it's well and truly locked up. But, you know, a win's a win and on the road. And I think they're in London again this week. Yeah. So, back-to-back weeks. Speaking of division games and big wins and statement wins when we talk about Super Bowl, pretty sure the Bills were your pick, weren't they? Yeah. 48-20. Started as a bit of a back and forth. Firepower for firepower, but man, they put a statement on this. The yeah. Bills. Josh Allen, man, 21 of 25 <clears throat> through four, got one with his legs. He was just absolutely outstanding. And they're finding a bit of an identity now. They've actually got a run game. Like prior, prior to that, it was basically throw or he did it himself with his legs, yeah. but he's not having to run as much. They've got a decent balance with Cook. Uh, Latavius Murray is like the power back. The defense, which is another thing, they invested picks, first, second rounders on their D line. They're... I don't think this is their all in year. Mm, well, that it is that year. window when you, like you said, you'd be championship, championship, AFC East, yeah. pay your quarterback, pay a couple of positions, pay Von Miller, particularly with pay Diggs. Miami. Like, I think Miami are building nicely. Mm. Yeah, how many times are you going to be able to knock off the Chiefs while Mahomes is there? I think this is probably the year to do it. Yeah, well, especially with the weapons they've got. Yeah. Like, so yeah. that's not to say that they won't play KC in the AFC Championship mm. game. I just think this is the year to beat Kansas City. Yeah, and any of the qualms that they had with Diggs and the offseason, that seems to be sorted. He went six for one twenty three TDs. The yeah. the one where literally two or three fell off him. Awful day, and that's probably the biggest thing. 
people thought with Fangio going over and they paid for Ramsey. I know he's not playing at the it's moment. It's not so much the coaching. I feel like it's the mindset. Yeah, their secondary was terrible. They're just in this mindset at the moment that, you know, we'll just we're score, just points, score points. So it doesn't but, matter. Yeah, in games like this where you're up against someone who's got as much firepower. Yeah. Probably the other good thing as well, and I've seen a little bit of this on the ESPN stuff, and some of them saying that the sort of window dressing that we're talking about that McDaniels does a lot like Shanahan, the Bills just didn't really buy into it. Like, rather than worrying about that, they were just like, fuck it, let's just get the tour. Yeah. Don't buy into it. If we can get to him and put pressure, like we can get him into bad throws. They sacked him a few times. They got him to overthrow one for a pick. And while it was back and forth, and it was like 14 all, after that, they just took control. Allen to Diggs, the two misses. Then he threw a bomb. They got two score out. Mostert put two fumbles on the ground to go along with the pick. So when those turnovers, it just started to build on them. Yeah. Um, Allen ran one in himself. Cook snapped off a long run. And then, yeah, with those sort of moments, with those few turnovers, it just blew out. 48-20. They sacked him five times. They rushed those motions. The pick. Uh, probably the one thing you take for the, the Finns, he's certainly was criticised, McDaniels, for his run game. But it's good this year. A-Chain still had two long runs. Looked good on the ground. But, yeah, pressure on tour. Broke down their offense on that side a little bit, and it showed up, which is the <laughs> question mark people had. It's a statement win by the Bills and uh, both locked up at the top of the East and the AFC. Broncos, Bears, man, if you're a Bears fan, devastating. You led 28-7. Everything early was happening. (laughs) Screen, you know, Broncos just backfield again, horrendous. Fields throws a bomb to DJ Moore. He had Komet wide open. They even come up with like a flea flicker. Had commit in motion. The secondary was just all over the joint. And then he scrambles and, and finds Herbert. They get out to 28-7. to seven. And if you're the Broncos, you're sitting there going, oh, my God, like this is a nightmare. Yeah. If the Bears didn't think it was bad enough with all the noise around their team, the Broncos like, we paid Sean Payton the house. Russell Wilson's been okay, but suddenly our secondary is awful. We can't win a game. Defensively, this is just off the rail. Um, <laughs> but it completely flipped. Everything for the Bears stopped. Offensively, and then the Broncos just started chipping away. That's the rookie running back, McLaughlin, come out with a bit of a run. <clears throat> he hits Johnson wide open. He got Sutton coming back under the middle, and before you know it, Fields, fumble TD. His ex-Ohio State teammate, Jonathan Cooper, runs away, and it's 28 all, and you're just like, oh, no. Yeah. It's happening again. And before you know it, that blown play, nightmare, three minutes left. Russell uncorks a bomb to Mims, they kick a field goal, and then the Bears have a chance to try and get a drive going. Pick, heartbreak, just, yeah, second half, couldn't get a stop, couldn't score, everything just went out, and, man, I don't don't know what you're thinking. If you're a Bears fan right now, apparently they left the stadium cheering Caleb Williams' name. They basically (laughs) want it to fucking stop right now, whether they pull fields or trade players and talk about Claypool. I think the Bears fans want Caleb Williams. Pretty simple. I think they've had enough. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, like a horror story, isn't it? Well, the funny thing is, like you said, they're now saying that there's probably five quarterbacks, whether it be Drake, May, um, there's a few other guys that names are being thrown around. People are even, I've heard McShane, a couple of the dudes that are big over there, saying that Sanderson, from what he's done so far, is putting his draft stock up. He doesn't have to come out this year, but they're saying if he comes out, he might be the third or fourth pick. Wow. Not in the draft, but for quarterbacks, so. Yeah, yeah, that might mean so he might be first, second, might early. be late first or an early second. Yeah, so, right. but yeah, no, they're talking about the guys that are available. Um, but if you're the Bears, they sort of got themselves in a really good spot. As much as it seems bad that they traded picks last year with the Panthers to let them take Bryce Young. Yeah, the Panthers are zero four. The Bears, if they go the way they are, they could have the one and two picks in this draft. That's incredible. They could draft Caleb Williams, who everyone thinks is a generational quarterback. And Marvin Harrison Jr., who everyone thinks is the best receiver in like the last decade as well. So I know that's not what you want to be looking for if you're a fan, to be that bad that you get the first and second pick in an NFL draft. But if people are talking generational players in two positions that you desperately need, maybe it's not a bad thing. Yeah. But again, with all the cat room they're coming into, if they've got any disharmony or pieces they're not happy with, you know, rightly or wrongly, I'd dismantle the fucking thing. And I'd be death riding the Panthers all year too. Yeah. Because if that comes up day one and you know you're getting those two, put that with DJ Moore, Komet, if you like your running backs, and then you've got like, say, 80, 90 million in salary cap to spend, I'd just be loading up my line. 
Yeah, we're going, Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison, welcome to Chicago. We've been shit up to this point, and it's yours. <laughs> Let's go. But uh, for the Broncos, like you said, first win for Peyton, a little bit of relief. Still a lot of worry. Uh, made a move by dropping Randy Gregory, so clearly they're clearing out some space as well, realising that probably this year's not going to be a great year. Yeah. So cap space and capital. Um, maybe some trades later on, who knows. Ravens-Browns. Um, no Deshaun, which everyone's surprised. There was nothing really said. Apparently got like a bit of a shoulder issue. Yeah. They're not expecting it to be long-term, but week-to-week. But no Deshaun, no Chubb. Throwing in a kid, um, Thompson Robinson, who was... You know, more that hybrid sort of running back, almost like a Lamar. Hard day to come in against the Ravens yeah. in a divisional game. And it proved that way. Couldn't move the ball. Three picks. Ground game without Chubb and the guys that they've brought in so far. They shared carries between Strong, Hunt and uh, Ford. But they were contained there. And Lamar and the Ravens, after shitting the bed last week in that uh, game that they had in overtime, uh, wanted to make a statement here today, and they did. Yeah, Good selection with his run pass. Hit Andrews for a touchdown. A lot of those run pass options that he has. Two on the ground, two in the air. A couple of nice ones to Zay and that. and um, Yeah, it just got harder and harder as the day went on for the kid. Did uh, picks and pressure. And uh, yeah, as soon as you saw some hype building around the Browns and their defense, no chub and now week to week on Deshaun, that's, uh, that's not a good thing. It's not. And the Steelers mm. in a bit of trouble. The Bengals in trouble. The Ravens have just slowly come from noise about them coming into this year and injuries in their roster to now being top of the north. Mm. So how quickly things can change. Yeah, or just getting Lamar sorted and then mm. watching these others just beat themselves at the moment. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one, but that, that division's been very volatile to start, but the Ravens sit on top right now and if Deshaun misses a couple of weeks or is 50-50, there might be a good chance for him then to sort of streak away because everyone else is in turmoil at the moment. Exactly. The Browns and them look like they're contenders, but they've slowly taken the top. Speaking of uh, that team, the Steelers, 30-6. to six, They got romped by the Texans, who 2-2 two and two now. After some good signs in both the losses, back-to-back wins, and CJ Stroud just continues to impress. Destroying. Pierce, a couple of good runs. He linked up with his favorite tar- uh, target again. Nico Collins, he was just open everywhere. A couple of really nice throws, threw him open for a touchdown, got him on the outside, got him under the middle. Um, Pickett, they got to him early. Grenard, who was a a pick for them, who's had some injury troubles, showed up big. Um, He ends up getting injured, Pickett as well. So now they've got questions on that. That to roll Trubisky, and we all know how that story goes. They can't run the ball. Um, And then defensively today, they they were pretty ordinary. So... All that coming together, and then the talk about how bad their offense is and sacking the coordinator. Similar deal again, noise in the north. But the old wild AFC South, four teams, they're all two and two. Yeah. And there's some signs of life from all of them. Yeah, there is. Like the Titans have been up and down, um, but, you know, with Henry and that defense and Vrabel, you know they're tough. Texans, young coach, young defense, young offensive players on the up. Richardson, the Colts, no one knew what you were going to get there. He's been quite fun to watch, actually, so far. Yeah, he has been, yeah. Um, and Jonathan Taylor's off the un- unable to perform list coming back this week, apparently. So throw a decent running back in the mix to help out Moss, who's been doing a good job with Richardson. They could have a three-headed monster out of the backfield with their run game. But um, this one for the Steelers, yeah. Two field goals. Other than that, they're, they're about as damaging as a fucking cap gun. They couldn't <laughs> fire a shot. Uh, Najee popped off about one decent run, but other than that, like, everything got blown up. They tried a trick play. Jalen Petre come through and absolutely blew it up. Um, and they, the Texans even snuck him on with Devin Singletary with a fake run, touchdown throw. Like, yeah, mm. things are building very nicely for the Texans. I'd be pretty excited if I was a fan of theirs. Yeah. But Stroud, it's the thing about college. Sometimes they talk about guys and it's not going to work and no one works out Ohio State and four games in. Um, with no what they didn't think was a very noted team. Yeah, well, the the early signs look really positive, don't they? Very good. And again, if Tank Dell and like Collins and these few guys that are rookies and second years and Matchy Jr., like if a few of them start to hit, again, draft picks, cap space. Yep. Can build yourself in a nice little window here if you get the quarterback right. Exactly. So positive signs for D'Amico and the Texans. Rams, Colts, another one again, like I said, fun team to watch the Colts and the Rams... They've done what they've done all year. Long drives, 27 first downs. Um, obviously, Aker's gone. Kyron Williams, two touchdowns early. He's been reliable for him. 
14 zip, then Moss comes up with a bad fumble, kick a field goal, then they bank back to back field goals. Before you know it, it's 23 zip. <laughs> this looks like it's gone, and the old Colts, they were just being juiced. Long drives and McVeigh just sustaining things, and then before you know it, it just went wild. Richardson, you see some of that freak talent, scrambles, throws an absolute laser to Mo Ali Cox. They get a two point conversion. Stafford loses an O lineman, throws a bad pick. Richardson unleashes another absolute bomb to Pierce, runs it in himself. Uh, they go for another two point conversion. <laughs> Ogletree, like it just all gets wild, and before you know it, it is 23 all going to overtime. Yeah, it was mental. But Stafford. When it mattered, even though they blew the 23-point lead, puts a nice drive together. A couple of passes to Nakua, who come up big again. Kyron Williams, Rivers, and touchdown throw. It's four games in. Nine for 163 and another touchdown, Nakua. Fifth-round pick, pretty bloody handy. And to think they've got Cup to come back. Yeah, it is handy. Yeah. Atwell playing well, but... Going a lot better than what a lot a lot of people predicted. That's for sure, the Rams. Certainly wouldn't be happy still. They've been 23 up. And then going to overtime at 23 apiece. No. So, no, of course. But we expected this. Like we said, they've literally got Donald, Stafford, Cup, and then whatever they've drafted. Like They've yeah. really really stripped it out to pay the piper for the price that they won. But the Colts, similar deal. Like, if you see the raw moments from Richardson, obviously, if he improves as a passer, to the freak athlete is, it's like Cam Newton on steroids. Yeah. He's, like, he's quicker. He's just as big. Super talented. He's got a hell of an arm. He's just had only one year, really, in college. So, if he... Properly playing quarterback for the whole year, but if they develop him, um, get yeah. some weapons in around him, like man, it's going to be trouble. Could be trouble. Uh, no doubt about that. But yeah, if Taylor comes back in, that'll certainly help. Bucks Saints dominant. Baker efficient again. I don't think anyone saw this coming. Uh, yeah, he's just not doing his job. Yeah, he, last week you know he. Um, tough day, but he was yeah, still last tough week in the he, game. Last week he. You know, made a couple of errors, and that's why they got beat. Again, like you say, he got back to being disciplined and efficient. I mean, he just seems to play better when he's pissed off when no one believes him. Yeah. Uh, and back end of the Browns, he did have some injury troubles as well. But, yeah, like even here again, stood in the pocket. He was patient. He was pretty accurate. He moved when he needed to. Like, they got pressure to him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He did come up with one pick. Um, but other than that, like, he moved around. He found Kate Otten on an ice one when it looked like he was done. He lost Evans, uh, and even after that, he was still all good. Bar that one-on-one pick, uh, their D turned up big again, which it has all year. Winfield Jr. forced a fumble. Vita Vea, double sacks on Carr and playing with that shoulder injury. He never looked comfortable. I just tortured him all day. Um, just love seeing New Orleans lose. Mm, they definitely didn't get too much going. He hit his rookie receiver, Palmer, for a nice one-on-one win. Um, Saints could only manage some field goals. Groupie, the guy they drafted, he's actually been pretty good. In that regard, and young Tompkins, player for the Bucks, they hit him for a nice touchdown, couple of receptions, Goldwyn. They got a strip sack later on Carr. It was definitely not a great day. And, you know, they're leaning on their defense and why he's injured. I think they either need to rest him or let Winston go. Agree. Um, yeah, agree. Yeah, you can't really be half on the pot. You're either in or you're out. So if he's hurt, I know they probably... Yank him. I right. think that gives him more of a chance, but if he needs two or three weeks, you're going to have to trust Winston. Exactly. Otherwise, he shouldn't be your backup. Kamara was back. Didn't really make an impact on the game, but yeah, if they're just going to lean on their D, they're in trouble. Um, but yeah, Baker, tough. They're three and one. See what happens with Evans, but yeah, like we said, some good players on their defense, and he's certainly making the offense go. He's just doing his job. Absolutely. He's uh, limiting his mistakes like anyone when you're pressured, you come up with them, but he's proven a bit of a point, I think, at the moment. Everyone sort of wrote them off and thought that was a bad idea, but he keeps this up. Who knows? That division's wide open as well. They're 3-1. Hmm. But we move on. Vikings, Panthers, Kirk Cousins. You didn't think this was going to start well when he threw a 99-yard pick six? No. Hmm. No. Franklin jumped the route, went 99. Um, yeah, from that moment right there, I was like, this is really, really not going to be good. Bryce Young was back in the mix. He was steady. Um, no touchdowns on the day, but their run game was the thing that gets me. Last year, when they sort of fired coaches and changed tack mid-season, they really leaned into it. They had Sanders. Um, they had oh, they brought him over, sorry, last year. They had Foreman and Hubbard, and they just sort of played that way and leaned to their defense, which is still a big part of what they're doing. But 
This year, they just haven't been able to get going on the ground. Their defense got a couple of turnovers here. Chin got a nice sack. They got that hit pick like we're talking about, and uh, it was a tough day for Cousins. He was only 12 for 19. He ended up with a couple of touchdowns to Jefferson, which is no surprise. That looks free. But this was well within control for Carolina, but it's just, yeah, I think it's going to be a bit of a tough year. Yeah, and I think so. Yeah. This one was pretty much summed up. They were right in the mix. They had the lead at half time. You were giving me a rap earlier about my prediction um, on the Bills. I think I tipped Par- uh, Carolina to finish top of the South. So Yeah, I think I'm in the back end. But again, yeah. NFL, it's always a hard one. But yeah, the strip sack touchdown that happened was another one of those moments for him. They got the lead. Jefferson one-on-one there, just on a long play. Like You give him one-on-one, he's going to win. You've got to double him. They left him a couple of times. Smith ended up with three sacks. It's their first win. Their defense and Jefferson were the main reasons. It wasn't a great day for Kirk, but it sort of showed again. Like There is pieces that are nice, especially on Panthers' defense. Yeah, Obviously. that was more the reason. I was like, mm. having the quarterback come in and then what they did last year, particularly defensively, but... Well, again, I know people are saying the other way, like, oh, you know, Dalton looked... But I'm like, yeah, but they threw 58 times. Like, that's not sustainable. Like, you've drafted Young. Yeah. Number one pick. Obviously, that's the deal. You've got him for four years now, minimum or the fifth-year option. Yeah. So that's your long term. It's not great at the moment, but again, you traded away more. Your weapons aren't great. You're learning like, on the He's got to learn in the NFL. So this year, unfortunately, it looks like for them it's going to be that case. Yeah. Again, the worst thing for them, I guess, that hurts, though, is they traded up to get him. So they're not sitting there going, well, we're going to get a good pick. That pick belongs to the Bears. Yeah. So that's probably the hard part. But I think they need to lean more into the run game. Sanders wasn't bad when he was at Philly. I know it's different here. And, yeah, and they're probably similar to uh, the Falcons. Mm. If you know he's throwing, then it's yeah, yeah, making it difficult for him. But when it's split up, it's... Um, but even his safety blanket, like it's not like he's got a standout tight end or anyone that he can really... Yeah, sort of leaning right. into it at the moment, but yeah, bit of an experience for him, but they remain winless. Eagles 32-30 at Washington. Again, 4-0, but it's probably the ugliest 4-0 you've seen. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to say about this one. Like, wild game. Divisional games always are, but the fumble for Robinson and McLaurin cleaned up. They end up taking the lead. First three drives, they scored. Then Devonta, long bomb, field goal. They got another field goal. Jake Elliott's just got a, a boot of gold this year. He hits AJ Brown on a long run. They kind of block the secondary. They snatch the lead. Um, Robinson gets one back. It's twenty-four. It was a real back and forth. But he goes AJ Brown similar route, but with like a stutter on the outside this time to take the lead. And they find a way. Last play of the game for Howe to step up and just get a one-on-one and. They end up shutting it down, um, obviously, in overtime and, and get away with it, which, again, you, you take your wins however you are. Washington had to punt. Elliott hits another 54-yarder and really ends up being the difference again with his foot. But this is what happens when you pay your talent. They're stacked, like we said, O-line, D-line. Offense still looks pretty good, but their secondary linebackers and all that sort of level at the moment, they're ordinary. Mm. So, again, how you get that better across the year, I guess you just got to hope for development. But when guys come in free agency and pick away at your safety and other parts of your team, you're going to end up weak somewhere. Yeah. So they can certainly move the ball. Swift seems like he's slowly taken over the number one back spot. O-line, D-line's a good. Carter, the guy they drafted, it's not coming up with tackles and stats, but in terms of pressures, quarterback hits, all those sort of things, he's really leading the way. Um, but, yeah, if they can't tighten things up on the back end, they're going to have shootouts for the whole year. Yeah. So... Spot on. 4-0, though. You'll take it. That's for sure. Bengals-Titans. This is the most worrisome game of the week. 27-3. They're all talking about his injury and how bad it is. Well, you sort of watched it before. It's not like he's super mobile, but he was mobile enough to extend plays and make things happen. At the moment, he's clearly hurt, Burrow. Yeah. Because he's not moving. I think they said every Struggling. every throw was from the pocket. The O-line's obviously not doing great either, than the run game's not great. Yeah. So he's just sitting back there, getting picked off. Crazy. Hit. Pulled apart. T. Higgins, busted ribs. The receivers aren't going as good as what they were either. And then when Jamar Chase has those comments after the game, basically when they're saying, is anyone open? He says, I'm always fucking open. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the frustration's starting to sink in. And mm. even on the defense, they're not playing as quite as good as they were. So they got a field goal on their first drive, and that was it. After that, the Titans went old school Titans. Derrick Henry. Yeah, they did. He got rolling. 
Tannehill put some drives together, had some trick plays, but their defense, especially their D-line, they just got after Barra. And this slowly just yeah. disintegrated. It was 24-3 at half. The second half was very uneventful. They both sort of studded through. There was a strip. Damage was done, though. Wasn't it? Yeah, there was a strip sack. Since he got a pick but couldn't score, and yeah, it was a bit of a non-event, but for the Titans, 2-2, two and two, like I said, the South, everyone's locked up. But for the Bengals, 1-3 and three in the North last. Mm. Um, that's a hard division to peg games back. Big time. So yeah. if he's injured and nothing seems like it's going right, um, this could get ugly in the next few weeks. Yeah. But they, they might have to make a decision, same deal. Like They got Arizona this week. It's a must win. It is, yeah. If they lose here and he's that bad, again, I know people don't like doing it, they might have to shut things down. Yeah. I know it's only a calf, but yeah. Yeah, but... Still, you pay franchise money now, and this is what happens when we talk about that window. AFC Championship, Super Bowl, they unfortunately couldn't cash in. Spot on. Um, And now, you're in a situation where you've paid him. Starts to pinch him. Jamal's going to come up. They've already lost a few on the D. The O-line they tried to fix last year. Like, that pinch is starting. So, Mm. yeah, it's always a tough window once you've paid your quarterback. But bad sign so far for the Bengals. Chargers, Raiders, another game where... The, like, the Chargers, you think they're going to lose. They've just a specialty at fucking trying to throw games away, but struggled a little bit with the arm, Herbert, which is a surprise, but probably underrated part of his game is his legs when he leans into it. Two runners on the day, a sneak and a nice one from broken play. Kelly and Davis, they all sort of had a good day on the run. O'Connell, there's some talk about him coming into the year that they liked him. Uh, it wasn't the greatest of days. He showed some good signs, though, I must admit, for a first start. Threw some nice passes, um, but unfortunately lost a couple of sacks. And then at the biggest moment of the game where he found Devontae Adams, four yards out when they were driving in to try and tie things up, Asante Samuel Jr. jumps the route and pretty much shut things down. So uh, at least a bit of life showed by them. And then Herbert unleashes a 50-yarder on third and 10 when they needed it to keep the game <laughs> going to run the clock out, which they do. But yeah, I guess for the Chargers, a win's a win. Mac, a couple of the defensive guys come up with better plays, even though it wasn't the best out of Herbert's arm. Got it done with his legs, and when it mattered, big play by Asante Samuel Jr., who they drafted. And then, yeah, they were obviously in a situation where they've admitted early enough with J.C. Jackson that's not working, so they've offloaded him. Take the hit now, yep. get a pit, <clears throat> ditch the cap, and push that in the next year. But um, when something's not working, you're that heavily invested, there's only two ways to go about it, and they've clearly decided they're not willing to keep going for the next two or three years or another year with it. They've just moved off bait now. Yeah. So, odd. Uh, but for Vegas, yeah, I guess there was a lot of talk about possibly trading Devontae. The reports are that he wants to finish up there and live there and all that. And if that's the case, I guess he must be keen to stick around regardless of the circumstances. So, It's interesting, isn't it? Don't know. Jimmy G didn't have the greatest start, then injured, and they've gone with O'Connell rather than Hoyer, who was the veteran backup, do they stick with O'Connell? Do they trade Jimmy G mid-year to someone if they're interested? Oh, you just don't know. But I don't, definitely think they're in a bit of a transition phase, that's for sure. Like we said, no real quarterback under contract. Jacob's on the tag. All their sort of first-round picks from Gruden and that have either been not re-signed, moved on, and had the unfortunate situation where one's obviously now in prison. Um, yeah, it's been a weird sort of period, but for McDaniels, it's, uh, it's a tough one at the moment. But Chargers, divisional win. Mm. 49ers, Cardinals, 35-16. The Cardinals were actually not that bad again. But the 49ers is too damn efficient. The way they scored, moved the ball. Purdy, 21 throws, 20 on the money. Only one incompletion, 283. One touchdown to McCaffrey, one on the sneak for himself, and then McCaffrey just ran wild on the ground. (laughs) And again, the amount of window dressing and the motion with stuff we talk about with Shanahan's plays... Some of the screens and things that look like something big's going on, it's just literally a toss play. Um, stretching people out. They build little bubble screens within throwing and running plays. All their receivers block. Like, oh, Uke blocks, Kittle blocks, Debo blocks. But, yeah, at this point in time, watching Shanahan do offense, I think I could play quarterback for the 49ers. Yeah. That's it's how easy the play makes it looks. It's yeah. ridiculous. But, yeah. yeah, their thing is, I guess they're 4-0. and their defense, you know, they lost some players on it, but they've looked so far this year to be pretty solid on that side of the ball. The cards, yeah, they just had a few drives. They didn't finish, but Dobbs was tough again. 
their draft pick, Mike Wilson. He hooked up with him twice. They almost scored again late in the game. They got back to 21-17 at one point. Um, and then McCaffrey just hit him out of the park to run away with it. He scored in 13 games in a row as a 49er. Wow. Equals Jerry Rice's record, and he got four on the day. That's mental. So people said that was crazy to draft for a running back. They're not just using him as a running back. Seven for seven in the catch, uh, like in the receiving game, hundred plus yards in the run, four touchdowns. Mm. When you give someone a weapon like that to a mind like Shanahan, just like he's done with Debo, or you call these guys, he's using him for more than just pounding the rock. Yeah, the damage. So, yeah, Cardinals continue to show some good fight though. Raps to uh, like I said, Dobbs Wilson looks like a good pick. He's utilised Marquise Brown, who they traded for, and again. Um, People thought they were going to tank. I'm not saying Dobbs is your long term, but it at least looks like from a coaching perspective and what they're trying to build culturally wise, everyone's buying in. So, yeah. Credit to what they've done uh, so far. Cows, Pats, this was embarrassing for the Patriots. Um, bar one play early. They Mac, get destroyed. Oh, mate. <clears throat> he scrambled early and hit Douglas on the run. That was about the only highlight for the rest of the game. Mm. Two picks. He's throwing off the back foot even when he doesn't need to, like sort of not setting his feet. Like, Field goal off the back of that. City Lamb on like a bit of a fade over the top. Gonzalez, the number one pick, who's been really good. Gone. Jude on Torrey's bicep, gone. Um, he got bloody strip sacked and not protected the ball from behind. Vander Esch gets a touchdown from it. They fake the field goal and get a two-pointer. Like just stuff like that where you're looking at it going, oh, this is just getting worse and worse. Um, they sort of did an okay job on the run game, but didn't matter. They still didn't have to get first downs. Uh, it wasn't a big day for Pyatt or anyone on the ground by any means, but, yeah, Mac again tries to throw across his body across the field on the move. Absolute jelly arms it, and Deron Bland, pick six. Oh, yeah, fourth and two. Another one that was lofted. Bland picks it, field goal. Awful, just awful. Um, yeah, no running game, no passing game. They end up with Zappy in the picks and the strip sack. I don't know where they go from here. Like, Jackson comes in for Gonzalez. That's a little bit of cover and getting a guy back you're familiar with. But on that side of the ball, and what your plan is, if they're talking about this it's draft... It's a circuit breaker, though, is it? Yeah. They're talking about this draft coming up. I think the Mac Jones experiment's well and truly over. I think you see what you've got in Bailey Zappi. They gave him a little taste last year, and he had one or two okay cracks, but they got rid of him. Mm. I think at this point, you know well and truly what Mac Jones is. Yeah. It's not all him, trust me. Like I also see that some receivers aren't getting open. They've spent money there probably poorly. But Ramon J can't run the ball. The O-line hasn't been as good. It seems like the whole offense is pretty broken. But I don't that's think... Right. yeah. I don't think he needs a retooling, that's for sure. So, um, interesting to see if this week if he's in or not. But for the Cows, a bad loss, obviously, to the Cardinals. But good bounce back here. Big win, bit of confidence. I'm pretty sure they said this was the biggest loss in Belichick's career in 29 years. Yeah, well. So that probably says enough to where things are at, at the moment. Spanking. Mm. Chiefs-Jets. This was very weird. They started like a house on fire. Playing with their food. 17-zip in the first quarter. Yeah. When Zach, uh, when the flea flicker happened on the back of that and he got sacked and you saw Aaron Rodgers' reaction in the chair, you're like, oh, yeah, this is fucking... It's not going to be a good night. And as well as having to look at Taylor Swift 50 times, which is getting fucking very annoying. Well, two takeaways, yeah. Like the Chiefs, again, just playing playing with their opposition a little bit, not closing games down earlier than they should. And I thought Zach Wilson actually threw it all right. Well, that's probably the funny part to take out of that afterwards. They got a penalty, which turned into a safety. And then after that, it looked like he finally sort of went to the old effort mode. Yeah. Just... Everyone's talking shit. You've had a couple of rough years. Rogers isn't playing. Like I'll just let's go. Start playing like I did in college, which is what sort of got me here. And you got a bit loosey goosey, and things started to happen. Yeah, was um, good. Bruce Hall snapped off a nice run. He come up with some good throws, like the play action fake that he had to hide the ball to hit his mower. Um, you know, there's there some good stuff in there, but yeah, it just seemed like any time they got themselves right back in it, which they did, the Chiefs found something. So Pacheco, they put a drive together. Hit a field goal. Uh, a couple of interceptions for Pat were sort of uncharacteristic, sort of lazy throws almost mm. off the back foot. And there were there were a few strange ones in there. Mm. They got back into it with a Lazard drive and two point play off that to go twenty or, and then the play afterwards they had a penalty which killed it and had to punt. 
And then a field goal came for Butker when they put a nice field goal uh, drive together. And then, obviously, the big play of the week, which Source Gardner wasn't happy about, but the penalty on him on an interception play, mm. which he's still not happy about. But Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a penalty. Yeah, and that's the tough thing after all that. Uh, it didn't work out that well, and that gave them a chance to run the clock, and they did. They milked it. Mahomes was able to quarterback slide, keep things in bounds, and they hold on for what should have probably gone on to be a bit of a score. But, yeah, I think you can thank Pacheco for a couple of big plays and, um, you know, some of their defensive plays for coming up with a bit. But the Jets, yeah, D-line pressure, a couple of picks, and Wilson had his best game. He did. I guess they can take some positives there. The question is, can they carry that forward this week? Because that's still been the ongoing question is, can we win games with him? Yeah. Because that division between the Bills and the Dolphins, it's hard to see the Jets now. Correct. So... I can't. Not without Rogers. No. It's, uh, it's an awkward one for them, but last one here after punching through these nice and quick was Seahawks-Giants, and my Lord, one and three. Jones ran a few times okay, but it got ugly. Yeah, it did. Strip sack, quick response, DK, back of the end zone. Um, he had one sort of nice throw to a breeder on a lob pass, but from there, that was about it. Kicked the field goal. Geno goes off. Locke comes in. He came up with one sort of big play to Fant before they rolled him back in. Walker, no surprise, ground game, punches it in, but their defense was dominant. Um, I think it was 11 sacks on the day, two fumbles, two picks. Daniel Jones again, running for his life. Dayball smashed his iPad, wasn't happy with one of the picks. The pick six for Witherspoon, which he jumped the rookie and ran to the house, so it wasn't a great day for them. But Seahawks, uh, you know, Two wins on the road in a row. The paper bags have already come out of New York, which isn't a good sign. Nope. They're very volatile. They're very good when things are good. They're not great when things are bad. But yeah. after signs of life last year, and then I guess the Jets fans across town happy with Rogers. both New York teams, it's not looking too crash hot. Smart. But for the Hawks, like I said, you know, if you win in different ways and to have Geno get hurt and lean into your run game and your defense, some good plays, like I said, Witherspoon, Nwosu, Brooks, um, you know, 11 sacks, man. you got to be happy with that. Oh. They were ramping on that side of the ball. They started a bit ordinary in that uh, side of things. But, yeah, big result. And that's another week in the NFL. So they sit themselves now at 3-1. and one. Like I said, with the Bucks, Cows, and the Lions, the top end's a bit more log-jammed in the NFC. But the AFC, it's Chiefs, Finns, Bills, and Ravens. And to be honest, at the moment, I, I think it's one of those two from the East. But... Could be Bills Chiefs again, who knows? Yeah, it'll be close. If Pat's weapons uh, grow across the year, but. Particularly now with Bengals falling off a bit. Yeah, well, I don't Might think the Ravens that jump up there and challenge, who knows? Yeah, I guess for them, you know, the game the week before had some people probably question where they're at, but yeah. see how that develops across the year, I guess. But yeah. looking at this week, tomorrow, Bears, Commanders, like the poor old Bears, if they blew last week. I know the Commanders have been a bit up and down, but yeah, tough. I'll, I'll be going with them. I'll be sticking with the Commanders as well. They're a dollar thirty-six favorite. Bears the outsider, six and a half the line. Jags Bills, good AFC matchup. That's the one over in London. Oh, okay, so they're yeah, traveling. Yeah. That's probably the only thing. Off a big win and having to travel to London, that's tough. What price is Jags two ninety-three? Bills dollar forty-one. Yeah, I'll stick with the Bills just good price for the Bills actually. There hasn't but there's been, probably a little bit of that, like yeah. they're travel and turn around. Jacksonville would have stayed there. Schedule. Yeah, I'll go Buffalo. For sure. Yeah, I'll stick with Buffalo too. Uh, Texans Falcons. You guys' favourite dollar seventy seven. Oh, I'm going to go the Texans. I think they build nicely. Yeah. So tough, but what's the line? One and a half. Yeah, it's almost a pick'em game. Yeah. Whose home game is it? Atlanta. Houston at Atlanta. Yeah, I'll go Atlanta, home field. Mm. But otherwise, if we're seeing Houston, I'd tip Houston. So Houston, 206. Uh, Panthers, Lions. Well, you can't tip the Panthers at this point in time with what the Lions are doing. Yeah, They're Lions a dollar. Going good. Dollar 19, minus nine and a half. Yeah. I don't know if I'd chew the points, but yeah. In terms of touchdown scorers, if there's any value in Montgomery or Uman Ra, they're sort of ones you like to chuck in. Titans, Colts, AFC South clash. That's important. Division that's all locked up at two and two. Yeah. Colts have had flashes. Tennessee, you know what you're going to get. Run the ball. Tough on the D-line. Yep. Good test for Richardson. Good test for them. Will be, yeah. Um, I'm going Tennessee. 
Yeah, I think I'll stick with the known quantity, but yeah, int- I'm, if Taylor's available, I'll be interested to see that game. Yeah. How that works together. Mm. Giants, Dolphins, off the back of the loss they had against the Bills, I think this could be ugly. If the Giants play the way that they've been playing, my lord, yeah. they are pretty big outsiders looking at this too. 575, Dolphins, $1.14. Uh, yeah. There hasn't been a whole lot to like so far. No. They obviously aren't running the ball. They're not moving the ball well at all on either side of the ball. They can't throw the ball. Dimes is not having exactly the greatest year in that regard passing. And then you got the Dolphins off the back of a loss where they still ran the ball pretty effectively but got shot down in the passing game. So, mm. And on top of that, it's at Miami. Yeah, Miami. So... I think that could get ugly. Minus 10.5, I ain't chewing that, but $1.14 head-to-head. Ravens-Steelers, divisional game, but question marks over their offense. Pick it under a cloud, Trubisky playing. It's at Pittsburgh, but I'm going the Ravens. $1.50. Yeah. There's not been much positive for the Steelers other than their defense, and even that last week wasn't great. So, tough. Saints-Pats, almost to pick them at the moment. It's a dollar ninety-one, a dollar. 89, no Judon, no Gonzalez. It's at New England. Question marks over Carr. That's why this is a pick I think they might have a slightly better defense, but both offenses are terrible at this point, Tom. I'll go Saints. I'd like to say New England and New England, but I just wouldn't bet on this game. I do not like... I do not like the New Orleans Saints. I know that from your division. Cincy Cardinals, as Joe Burrow said, it's a must-win. They're $1.63 at Arizona. They're definitely not a pushover. No. 229 at the moment with what they've dished up so far. And even last week, you know, they were tough. So, yeah, if Burrow's under a cloud, if Higgins' broken ribs keep him out and they are how they are with what the cards have dished up, you know, trick plays, they're moving the ball. Dobbs is using his legs when he's need to. Their defense has been sort of stout. If they lose that one and go one and four, it's, it's game over. Like we said, there's not enough games in the NFL to turn things around. If you start bad, if you're one and four, zero oh and four, like something those teams are now, your season's already done. You're not getting a wild card, and no, you're not winning the division. Yeah. So uh, it's moving weak this week. Honestly, I don't mind the Cardinals on the outside. I was hoping the odds would be bigger there. So for that reason, I wouldn't touch it. No, me but if they were three plus, maybe a stab. I'd go Bengals. Huh? Philly at the Rams. Um, again, Rams have been pretty de- decent nuisance value again so far, but I think, I think Philly... Turkey slap them, yeah. bit too much. Um, keep rolling on. $1.45 they are, minus 4.5. Chiefs, Minnesota. It's at Minnesota. Yeah. Chiefs, you know, they've been winning. They've had a couple of easy games. Last week was a bit of a scare. I think Minnesota aren't the best defensively either. This could be a shootout points-wise. Might be a bit easier for Kirk to move the ball, but I yeah. still think the Chiefs would be out of school. So, dollar fifty they are. Um, I'd go there. Jets Broncos flip a coin. The Broncos have been ordinary. Wilson showed some okay. good signs of the Zach variety last week, but it's at Denver. Um, but yeah, their defense has been awful. So maybe it is a good day for Zach Wilson to build on what he did last week. Well, if Bruce Hall can get going. Uh, he snapped off a few runs after a couple of quiet weeks. Dalvin Cook hasn't quite going yet. It's probably a stay away in my mind, but yeah, Jets slide outsiders, 206. Broncos, $1.77. Cows, 49ers. Good matchup. It is, yeah. Uh, it's at San Fran, so that's tough. They're a $1.52 favorite. The Cows, two fifty five. Uh, I guess this is one of those games where if it ends up in Dax hands, I'm not confident. No, I'll just be picking San Fran. Well, San Fran, I think they said, have won 14 in a row regular season games now. Wow. So between this year, last year, and they're obviously very good at Levi. Yeah. So for that, I lean that way. And uh, yeah, looking at last week, Pats sort of didn't stop their run game, but they didn't really get any big run plays and a lot came from their defense. I think the way Shanahan draws things up, it's going to be probably the ball in Dax hands too much for me. Mm. So for that reason... It's a big defensive game for San Fran. And the last one to finish things off is the Packers at the Raiders. Packers Raiders, yeah. Right. So at the moment, Packers, even though they're away, slight favourite at eighty five. Vegas, dollar ninety six. I don't know if it's Jimmy G or O'Connell again at this stage. 
Like I said, he, he had some good moments for his first game, but a couple of turnovers fumbled and a, and a late pick driving downfield. Devontae up against his old team. Um, yeah, this is a tough one. I still think so far what I've seen from Green Bay a lot more than Vegas, but traveling's always hard. Yeah, I'll go Green Bay. So, eighty-five favorite, only half a point in the line there. Difficult, but... Yeah, never an easy week. I think the other thing that's always harder in the NFL, people don't factor travel. Travel's actually a big factor. Huge. Because some of their schedules... East Coast to West Coast straight away is six hours. Mm. So. so a lot of weeks you just look at the games and go, oh, that's a matchup. And then you look afterwards, you're like, well, short turnaround or a couple of tough games in a row or travel. Like, There's a lot, probably more of that that we factor in that we don't have in Australian sport. <laughs> big time. Um, but yeah. That's another week wrapped up at the moment. I reckon performances of the week. Josh Allen and the Bills. Yeah. CJ Stroud. With, with all the hype on Miami going into it. Mm. On the younger end of the spectrum, CJ Stroud after four games. Yeah, going exceptional. Another great game. 49ers offense in general, just absolutely humming. And the one defense I wrapped was the Seahawks. 11 sacks, two picks, two strips. Mm. That's, uh, that's a hell of a performance on the road. So... There you go. Yep. Fourth and inches for another week, my friend. NFL, it's going good. A couple of good matchups again. Like I say, every week, the divisional games. Love the fact that almost every week there's divisional games. They're always the prime ones to watch. A couple of belches this weekend. I'm not sure if it'll be on Fox or KO or whatnot, but hopefully 49ers Cowboys is... Uh, that would be great. Actually, what am I talking about? We got the... Yeah, we're Game Pass. The Game yeah. Pass, so I can watch whatever fucking game I want. Yeah. If anyone's not on that, a few fans have asked. I've sent a few comments on the page. I'm pretty sure on there, there's a free version. So there is, you get the highlights. You either got to do that or you get the highlights. So if you just want to see all the games, yeah, in a shorter version, if you can't watch everything, sign up for Dazone NFL Network and just get the highlight package. Yeah, I think they give you like five minute ones or something like that. But it'll give you the main crux of the games and you can see the ones you haven't seen. So there you go. Boxhead. Any anyone you really like this week? No, I'm just keen to hopefully watch a little bit more this week. Fantasy team, you're leading the comp. Yeah, at the moment. There's a big log jam under you, two and two. I'm involved in that. Yeah, top of the table clash to this week. Who you got? Jay. You got Jay. We're both on top of the comp. Still got all our rings. Probably from Dynasty and Yearly. They're getting hocked off. I've got Tim. Tim. Tim, fuck for me. Fuck for me, Tim. Fuck so, me. He keeps fucking getting my waiver picks that I click walking. interested on. I've got to stop doing it. Yeah. Smart man, Timmy. Good on you. Yeah. Team. Uh, everybody out there, hopefully you're enjoying the show. Rate and review on iTunes so far. Feedback has been good. We'll get a bit more going on the socials now that our rugby league stuff is finished as well. And, uh, yeah, some big questions this week. Bengals must win. Steelers need a response. Still a couple of teams that haven't won a game and... Uh, the Bills. Bills are really ticking along and 49ers and Eagles ticking along as well. So looking forward to another great week in the NFL. But for now, enjoy your week.